I got great news, guys. It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 news. Thanks, Yang. Hey, everybody, I'm Cam Stewart with your fantasy sports news update. Washington Wizards uh, want to lock down star Bradley Beal. Washington plans to offer the guard a three-year max, $111 million extension as soon as he's eligible, and he's eligible this Friday. Beal is currently under contract through another two seasons, meaning the extension couldn't kick in until 2021-22. After the Wizards made their offer, Beal has until October 21st to sign Beal. Washington will a one- or two-year deal if Beal prefers his third agreement. Yes, again, if Beal waits for the next number, the maximum potential extension would climb to four years, $155 million. If he's an all-star, it can balloon to five years, $154 million. Beal was named a third overall by the Wiz in 2012, and he averages 19.8 points, 3.9 You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes ear congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. DailyRoto.com Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference, too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions, ready, range, on radio, live from the FanDuel Sportsbook Meadowlands uh, racetrack. I am Gable Morenci, throwing it down with a raging redhead. 
Cam Stewart on this uh, Monday afternoon. We've got a full slate of Major League uh, Baseball. That'll take uh, center stage. We'll run through every baseball game for you uh, degenerate uh, gamblers. We'll cover it from a DFS perspective. Ricky Sanders will step up and in. Uh, we'll cry about not having uh, Shane Lowry at 66 uh, to 1 as he wins uh, the Open. The Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart, steps up. And what's going on, Cam? Yeah, what's happening, Gabe? Uh, yeah, what can you say about Lowry? He really uh, he got it done, brother. And I can tell you one thing. That first hole, he went from almost a couple feet away from being out of bounds, maybe a three- or four-shot swing there. He gets it done, hits the par, and the rest is history. And Tommy Fleetwood, once again, knocking on the door, but he can't get in. Tommy Fleetwood uh, knocking on the back of door, but it's Shane Lowry that crashes to the party. And listen, yeah. Lowry, had, Lowry had been in a lead before, right? In a major before. He had a three-stroke lead, uh, I believe, on a Sunday a couple of years ago, three years ago, whatever. And not a player that a lot of people talked about coming into this week, although he did win the, uh, the Irish uh, Amateur Open uh, before. Everyone was talking about Rory, Rory, Rory. And I think... Uh, Man, Rory's a real money burner, Cam. I got to tell you, he might be rich, but this guy likes to spend other people's money. There's uh, a lot Rory, of money burners. Rory, yeah, Rory didn't even I'm, make the damn cut. <laughs> I'm learning about golf money burners, and there's certain guys that, you know, you, you just got to stay away from. Even Dustin Johnson again, you know, he was hanging around, and he disappears on the weekend. Some guys on Sunday just totally gagging. Uh, I had Rom top 20, but I also had him top 10. He finished 11th. That's the type of week it was. We talked about it. Like, everything that could have gone wrong, uh, did go wrong there. And Shane Lowry, actually very competitive guy. He's won an Irish Open before. He's won tournaments on the European Tour. And I'll tell you something, everybody talking about Rory and Graham McDowell, he was the forgotten Irishman, and I think he kind of took it personally. And he went in there and uh, got really got it done. So kudos to Shane Lowry. I just uh, talked to Blessing earlier today. He had him at 80-1 uh, to 1 at the start of the tournament. So he was in a good mood today, making money while I'm getting killed. Well, not very many people that uh, did, at least uh, that posted their uh, their tickets on Twitter, uh, yeah. we should uh, note. The biggest score that we saw was somebody won $16,000. Oh. Uh, somebody won $16,000 at the Circa in Las Vegas. He put uh, 150 on Lowry, and uh, he got him um, at like 66 to 1 at 150, so he won 16K uh, back. Somebody in Europe, I think in Ireland, bet 10 euros. <laughs> what, like 16 bucks? That's great. Yeah, yeah. Hard, bet 10. hardcore bets. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he, he won like 550 euros back. He got him at 55 <laughs> to 1. And uh, somebody got him at 80, 80 to 1 and uh, won like a couple of dimes from, from DraftKings. And I guess Brian Blessing won, but uh, Blessing didn't <laughs> post his ticket. Like a lot of oh, the other Twitter. Like the other Twitter trolls. How do we know it even happened? <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Actually, he told me before the tournament because I talked to him and I didn't listen to him. I didn't I didn't bet his picks. I just did my own thing. And I should have listened to the guy for a change. Anyway, Marenzi, uh, I'm not a real handy guy. But as you can see in the background, uh, uh, it, it's a better look. The Leafs poster, everything's gone. It's now a sports grid uh, personified good. here in the Looking background. Good. Yeah, so I, uh, you know, I put my uh, I put my work hat on this weekend, put some tubes together and uh yeah, it was kind of interesting. I'm not a real handy guy, but, man, I worked up a sweat. It was also 100 degrees this weekend, too. You had a good laugh watching me try to put these things together. <laughs> but it's done. <laughs> no, it, looks, it looks really, uh, really, really good. Unfortunately, yeah. the, only, the only thing is the one landmark of the city of Toronto, the CN Tower, we, we sort of can't see it because oh, 
Uh, yeah. yeah. There, there. I just move it there. Oh, yeah, yeah, there, 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 yeah, yeah, there you go. Right I like that. Yeah, there, there you go. Yeah, just leave it like that. Leave it like that. There you go. Right, I, right in I the corner. Remember, my dad, my dad swivels a bit. But, I'm a big guy. Too, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't touch move. the. I got to be movement. honest. I've sat at your desk before. You need a new desk. <laughs> I need a lot of things, but uh, one thing at a time. Uh, we're not going to put a new desk together today. Uh, it's up. It's great. And uh, yeah, put it on the list, Gabe. Things I need. Yeah, Cam needs a new desk slash kitchen table, everybody. If anyone wants to uh, hook him up, uh, like like Cam's like one of those webcam girls. He has a wish list, a gift list. <laughs> you know, I'd really like if someone would buy me a new a new kitchen table. Wouldn't mind ten thousand dollars too. That'd be expensive. wow. You might have to do some things. Off. You might have to do some things to, to make ten thousand dollars. Yeah, game time decision. Ready for Rage Radio. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Right, game time decisions. Ready for Rage, our radio. I'm Gabriel Moretsky. Going down to FanDuel, a sportsbook metal lands, our racetrack at our temporary uh, studio uh, that we will have expanded uh, going into the month of August uh, with the college of football season uh, right around the corner. Uh, National Football League preseason, I believe, is uh, 10 days away uh, now. Uh, yeah, next, not, not this Thursday, but next uh, Thursday. So 10, 11 days, uh, however you want to... Uh, to word it and uh, you know it's football season cam around the corner when you hear about running backs being disgruntled and holding out you know it's football season when odell beckham is crying and bitching about something and i say this is someone who likes odell but just <laughs> shut up odell like get over it bro like, you here, know, like here, really. here's a, I, i'm so with you Marenzi. like when i saw this story it's like you're with the cleveland browns now uh, here's a tip forget everything about the new york giants and just focus on your new team your new buddies, figure out the offense, go out to dinner with Baker Mayfield, figure it out, <laughs> and stop talking about New York. No, but honestly, like, what are you, yeah. a child? Like, en- enough Dude, is you enough. You know what like, he's like? Imagine it's, it's dating this guy. He's like I a guy know. that has a new girl that only talks about his ex-girlfriend. Oh, it's I like, know. Dude, <laughs> it's like, bro, like, it's been months now. You're on the Browns. You're on a better team. You know, like, you keep talking about how you're how happy you are to be out of New York. I don't know, man. Sounds like you miss New York a lot, Odell. <laughs> Sounds yeah, like you're missing talking it. about it. It's it's crazy. <laughs> I know he's still like throwing coaches under the bus and this and that. Hey, you're you're you don't have anything to do with these guys anymore. If anybody asks you another question about New York, just say, hey, you know, it's uh, uh, Cleveland's awesome. Let's do it, man. I really like my team. Next question. Like it's not hard to figure this stuff out, but it's just unbelievable, Gabe. Yeah, it just he takes the bait every time, and then it's a big tirade about this guy sold me out, and you know. No respect. Like, what are you talking about? Like, it's just, come on, man. No, I'm a big fan of his work, too, as a receiver. But this whole, uh, you know, New York uh, bashing stuff needs to stop. Worry about what's uh, what you got to do. And that's uh, make the Cleveland Browns a winner. The thing is, I agree. I, you know, I agree with some of what he said, but he shouldn't say right. it. It's yeah. over. You've it's, already said exactly. it. Everyone already knows. Right. Mm-hmm. But I said at the time here, and I thought that he was a little bit underappreciated. I think that the new coach sort of used him as an example a lot. I think he was to blame a lot for things because he's he was the name player. 
and Odell uh, Odell hasn't won two Super Bowls like Eli Manning did. So even though Eli got criticized, Odell would get criticized often. But the thing is, then he starts taking it too far when he starts talking about the only reason the New York Giants are ever on TV was because of me. He goes, I kept that franchise relevant after all those years. It's like, bro, they play in the in the biggest market in the United States of America. They're the biggest market in the league. They won Super Bowls before you got there. They still have fans without you, Odell. Like, Baker's talking about, oh, he's in a football market now. Yeah, because Cleveland's a great freaking football market. Like, as if. And, hey, dedicated fans. But, you know, just the constant ripping and bashing, it gets old. And... It's sort of just, you know, it's hard to defend him. It validates people that say that he complains too much and there's always drama well, with him. There is always drama. Look at the Browns. Baker Mayfield running his mouth a couple of days ago. Now Odell. The season hasn't Duke even Johnson? started yet. These hey, guys never shut up. Before. Duke Johnson, a guy that's been nothing but a constant professional with the team. Duke Johnson just wanted to, he just wants to play football and stuff. It's like, the guy's your teammate. You don't throw him under the bus. But, yeah, no, I, I find this whole uh, conduct policy interesting too, Gabe. So, Reed of the Seahawks get six games today, okay? I'm not at, I don't know what the hell happened in 2017, but apparently it was an alleged incident with a female, but he wasn't charged with this incident, okay? He did not do jail time. He did not get charged. He got six games today for something that happened in 2017 where uh, Tyreek Hill's playing for the Kansas City Chiefs and Ezekiel Elliott's playing for the Dallas Cowboys. I don't understand what the hell's going on here. This league is so inconsistent with the way they bring down punishment. The guy didn't get charged, and he got six games for something that happened in 2017? Yeah, so I'm trying to find out. I'm trying to find out. What the hell's going on? What happened? What happened in 2016? It was an alleged assault, but he didn't get charged for it. So what's – what do you – that's the thing. Like, it could have happened, sure. So what's the conduct policy? If he went to jail or did something, yes, I will agree with this. But if you don't get charged for something that you do – you can't assume that the man was guilty when he was when he actually I'm not saying he didn't do it, but he wasn't charged doing it. And he got six games. And I don't know what you think well, about this John John Jones stuff that we can get into. You know, MMA a hell of a lot more than me. But, wow, that story seems kind of weird, too. It's a that's from 2017 in a New Mexico strip club. And it comes out today. I don't understand what the hell this world's doing, man. Like a lot of question marks with these uh, stories. I can tell you that. Well, the problem is with with Roger Goodell is just. Every, he handles every case just so randomly differently. Yes. Right? Yes. So it's baffling. You know, some players do crazy stuff and they're back in a league after a couple of weeks. Other players, you know, I mean, take Viagra and they're out for a month. Other players smoke <laughs> weed and they're they're banned for life. <laughs> right? Like Colin know, Kaepernick take, takes Kaepernick takes a knee and uh and you know, the rest is history, obviously. So there's um there's a randomness. To everything that they uh, that they do, that's that's what uh, that's what their biggest problem is. Uh, but yeah, it's that time of the year right now. Holdouts and suspensions. Who will be the next suspension? And that's why it's very difficult to play futures. Now, to be honest, listen, Reed was one of the Seahawks' better players last year, right? So this, oh, this hurts them. Pretty oh, significant loss for their football team. Clark was the best sacker. He goes to Kansas City. He was the guy, Gabe. He was the guy who got pressure on the quarterback. This changes everything. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's not some kind of, you know, a special teams loss. He was a great player, getting better all the time, and it's a huge loss. Not even one or two games, six games. In that division, San Francisco, they get Garoppolo back. They got weapons. Kittle's an absolute monster, right? Then you got the Rams. We know about them, how good they are. 
Like it, it's it's a big blow to Seattle, big time, man. And it's going to really hurt their defense. Uh, Seattle's win total is um, eight and a half, which I thought was very attainable, actually. I agree. You know, I agree. But but you know, there's there's this this doesn't help them. I'll tell you that much. And they're not the deepest team. That's the thing. Depth is a little bit a uh, little bit of an issue uh, there with them. So we'll run through the baseball board. We're going to hit this with uh, with Ricky Sanders from a DFS perspective. George Kurtz is going to step up and in as well a little bit uh, later on uh, with us. Full slate of uh, baseball uh, tonight, uh, Cam, and a couple of spots uh, that catch my eye. Yeah, I've been looking at baseball. Sunday was okay, but it's one of those things, Gabe, is what we talked about all week. Um, a lot of the favorites, like, could you tell me that uh, Wojciechowski from Baltimore would have like nine strikeouts in a couple innings against Boston? Boston wouldn't have a hit until like the sixth inning. Like it's crazy. The things that are happening, Colorado smoking the Yankees on Sunday, like dog, 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 more dogs. Like it, it's been absolute cra- a crazy week. I know the MMA went really good for you. Cause I remember the picks that we had with Gamblu, but uh, baseball, man, you got to really pick your spots or you could be in a lot of trouble. And um, you're exactly right. You know, there's, there's, well, listen, it's a long season and we're starting to get to the, to the point now where fatigue is starting to kick in. It's hot as hell uh, everywhere. And, you know, the, the old cliche is true, man. Even the best teams are going to lose like 60 plus times a year, Cam. And those are the ultimate best teams that win a hundred games. Yep. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's crazy, but, uh, no, there's a couple spots tonight. You're right. Uh, maybe look at a couple dogs. We'll see what happens, but, uh, you know, Cleveland's, uh, they're right on Minnesota's tail now. It's crazy how that division's gone from a team dominating to another team way back. And Minnesota's feeling Cleveland and this NL Central's an absolute gong show. And uh, what can you say about the uh, the New York Yankees, right? I, I just I just can't believe Boston. That's the one surprise. Week after week, these guys are talking, oh, we got to take things seriously. Then you lose two or three from the Baltimore Orioles. That's not a playoff team right there. They got to figure it out. Yeah, well, we've talked about this on a weekly basis. We keep waiting for Boston to uh, to to go on a run and get it together. They're going to be in a battle to make the playoffs all year long. It appears. You know, you look tonight minus one thirty, Cam, minus one thirty against uh, Tampa Bay. Rodriguez and uh, and Beeks. Rodriguez has some nice numbers. Yeah, Tampa Bay's a better baseball team, and they're they're an underdog on their home field. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking at Tampa Bay. I think there's a couple other games. Even though Cleveland's hot, like I like Levenger a lot. That's a big. That's a big price right there. Yeah, we'll 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 we'll, we'll peruse the board there, Gabe. There's going to be a few interesting spots. I even might take a real bad team. A lot of the time, these bad teams are winning. Well, there's a couple uh, teams that I, I said we're going to fade in the second half, and I think it starts tonight. A raging redhead, Cam Stewart. Uh, we've got uh, Ricky Sanders stepping up and in uh, next uh, with us. George Kurtz on the radar. We're going to run through the baseball, talk some NFL uh, football, DFS, all that and more. Game time decisions, ready to rage radio. Live for the fans who are supporting the Metal Ass Race Track. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. 
All right, game time decisions. Ready for Rage on radio. Continues. We're throwing it down at the FanDuel uh, Sportsbook uh, right now. Meadowlands uh, Racetrack. I am uh, Gabriel Morenci, the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart in uh, Toronto. Um, let's send it to the Midwest uh, right now. Ricky Sanders steps up and in uh, from Chicago. Chicago. Ricky Sanders, Daily Roto. How you doing, uh, Ricky? Doing pretty good. You caught me on a weird day, by the way, because we're actually going to have to talk about Marlins today. So I apologize <laughs> in advance for those who don't like hearing about their hitters. Hey, wherever there's winners, uh, we follow the money. Wherever there's winners. So let me let me throw something at you right off the top here. A baseball game and a number. I'm looking at, so the Yankees and the, uh, the Twins are playing tonight. And uh, the total is 11 runs uh, in this baseball game. And I see it's it's actually come down uh, now to an even 10. It was 11 in, or 11 in the morning, and I thought that was a little bit, uh, no, wait, wait, let me see. Does it move? I think I'm wrong, actually. My bad. It is, uh, no, it is. It's still 11. Still, so it's 11 right now, the total. Yep. Sabathia and Perez at 11. Feels a little high, uh, Ricky. So talk to me about this game. Do you see offense in this spot? Yeah. So, I mean, we don't have the crazy temperatures like we had yesterday. Yesterday, like everywhere was approaching 90 degrees. Even in this game, which has a pretty high total, we're talking 78 degrees at first pitch with like a nine mile an hour wind blowing out. But what concerns me and kind of always does in a Martin Perez game are a few things. One is that his velocity is up this year, and that's leading to more strikeouts. And and don't get me wrong. He's still not a strikeout pitcher. We're talking about like a 20% K rate. But before this year, he was like 14%. So the fact that he's added a mile and a half, you know, a mile an hour and a half to his average fastball velocity has certainly contributed to, you know, these, these better numbers for him. And he doesn't allow a ton of homers which I know for the Yankees, you know, they could go out on a limb any time and kind of, you know, produce an outlier performance. But we're talking about a 28% fly ball rate. It's one of the three lowest of any starting pitchers on the slate allowed to right-handers. Gary Sanchez just can't find it at the plate right now. So I think if you're betting the over in this game, you are relying on the Twins to carry you because I feel much better about their offense than I do the Yankees. I still think this is a little high, but the Twins are one of my favorite offenses against CC Sabathia, who's kind of going the other way from Martin Perez and depreciating. Interesting. Interesting. Total 11. At the twins. I was looking at the Twins, too, so I like what Ricky's got to say there, Gabe. <laughs> I was looking at them tonight. <laughs> so, um, who else are you looking at? So, you talked about the Marlins bats. So, are the Marlins bats are the more attractive bats for you tonight? Yeah, I mean, especially on FanDuel, but I think I would play him across the industry tonight. On FanDuel, though, we're talking about prices from, like, the minimum price to 2800 for their entire lineup. And they get Ivan Nova on what is a beautiful day in Chicago, which usually leads to hitting. And Ivan Nova, a 382 Woba up to right-handed hitters this year, is the absolute worst of anyone on this slate and I know we're talking about the Marlins, but I feel like there are some people that are going to be tempted to go with Ivan Nova as opposed to going this side of the game. But, I mean, Garrett Cooper and Brian Anderson have proven to be, like, legitimately good hitters against right-handed pitching this year. I don't know if people realize this, 
But Anderson has some really excellent numbers against right-handers this year. We're talking about like a 340 Woba, almost a 115 WRC plus, and an ISO over 200. And Garrett Cooper's been a hitter basically every level he's been at as a professional. He's been about 300, 360, 500 slash, just, you know, wherever. Low minors, high minors, major leagues. And we're talking about a pitcher who, even though he doesn't allow a lot of fly balls in his own right, pitches to contact, allows a ton of line drives, and a, a lot of times those line drives leave the yard. So I think on a day where the weather should only help hitting in this park, we've got 15-mile-an-hour winds blowing out to right center, by the way, at this time. Uh, it feels like about 80 in the park. I think the Marlins are going to get a little bit of ownership, but I think they should get more. I think this is, if there ever were a day to target Marlins bats, this would be the one. Hey, Ricky, I know we always want to save some money at the pitching position, but I'm just looking around and I'm, I'm having problems finding, uh, you know, a value guy. I was actually looking at Richards, but with your point, with the wind blowing out, that makes it kind of tough against the White Sox. Out of the out of the aces, Cole, Clevenger, Ray, all the expensive guys tonight, who'd be the, the horse that you ride tonight? Who's uh, the top pitcher? So, Daily Roto's model loves Garrett Cole tonight, but I think he's going to be the most popular pitcher on the slate. I think if you're playing cash games, it makes a ton of sense. We've got him for an, almost a 9K projection. He's facing an Oakland team that's loaded with right-handed hitters. But if I'm trying to be a little different, I agree with you. I looked at the bottom tier of these pitchers, and I'm not seeing a whole lot that I love. I think Richards is going to be the popular one. I think Trevor Williams is the other guy who should get some ownership just because St. Louis has been so brutal. But there is no K upside there. So the guy for me in tournaments tonight is Robbie Ray, who is up to a, almost a negative 250 favorite at home against the Baltimore team who I think – has gotten a little bit of respect against left-handed pitching because they've had some, you know, pretty decent games. Hanser Alberto's proven to be a decent hitter. Pedro Severino's been a good addition. But overall, this is still a team that struck out at a 25% rate. And what I love to see against Robbie Ray is a team that is not patient at all, and it doesn't get much less patient than this team, a 5.5% walk rate against left-handed pitching. You look at Ray, he pretty quietly has lasted at least six innings in eight of his last nine starts. They're kind of putting him on display, too, so it wouldn't surprise me if they leave him in uh, just to showcase him to whatever scouts are in attendance. So I love Robbie Ray here. I know Cole is going to be the guy that most people flock to, but I am fine with Robbie Ray and the savings on FanDuel. Give me him at 9,600. Uh, Ricky Sanders, Daily Roto uh, with us uh, in Chicago. So I'll ask you about the Chicago Cubs and the San Francisco Giants, uh, two teams that are very hot uh, right now. Mills versus Anderson. How do you see this game playing out? So it's always tough to project these games in San Francisco because you think you have a read on pitchers and then they'll just give up barrels and the ball won't leave the yard. Uh, I think this total is fine for guys, you know, that that aren't the greatest of pitchers. You've got, you know, your typical wind blowing out in this ballpark. I think I like the Cubs here. Uh, Alec Mills is, is, you know, not blowing the world off anyone, but Sean Anderson is a guy that the Cubs should hit relatively well. I think if this game were in Wrigley, you'd see a Cubs total around six, six and a half. Uh, it's just a little tough to handicap. There's no Wilson Contreras in the lineup right now, so that's a big downgrade for the Cubs' bats. 
it's just, I don't think it's a game you want to focus on for, for daily fantasy purposes. I mean, you can pick bats here and there, and you're not going to get ownership from any of them, which, you know, in a sense, from a game theory perspective, makes sense because these are two pitchers who are we are completely fine picking on. You know, uh, Sean Anderson, a guy over a 329 Wobo allowed to both sides of the plate, and actually lefties have been able to, to produce some power against him, even though he hasn't allowed a ton of fly balls. I just look at, you know, these mediocre fly ball rates, this park, this total, and I just can't get overly excited. Although I think if I were on this game, I would be on the Cubs side just because I feel better about, you know, their offense as a whole. They got Kimbrell on the back end now just to kind of make you feel a little bit better than earlier in the year. Uh, I know they're slight favorites. I don't think they're big enough. It's one of these nights tonight, guys, with the pitchers. We've got uh, Adrian Sampson uh, starting <laughs> for, for the Texas Rangers, taking on Marco Gonzalez. <laughs> Uh, Samson's last three appearances have been coming out of the bullpen. Uh, he gave up uh, gave up five runs in an inning and a third um, on Wednesday against Arizona. What about uh, this game, Ricky? You taking a look at any of the bats uh, here with Samson versus Gonzalez? Yeah, in, if I'm playing mass multi-entry, Seattle is an offense that I want to be over the field on because you look at this team – and what you like with Seattle, at least if you're targeting pitchers against, like Griffin Canning the other night, for instance, you want the guys who can miss their bats because that's their clear weakness, like a 25% K rate in the split. But Adrian Sampson is certainly not that guy. I mean, you look at his numbers this year, 17% K rate to righties, 21.2 to lefties. It's getting up there at least. Uh, but this team will lead off with a bunch of lefties that a 21 K rate you know, is not enough for me to kind of get scared he does get a ballpark upgrade, but I think the Mariners always go overlooked at home. And it's not like, you know, even with the guys that they've shipped out of town, Edwin Encarnacion, et cetera, earlier in this year, that their top five is still pretty good, by the way. Omar Narvaez is almost free on FanDuel. So that's a guy who I'm really looking at <laughs> to kind of differentiate. Because, honestly, I think a lot of people are going to be on the Marlins. They're going to be on these, like, random other cheap bats. I think Jordan Luplow gets ownership. And Omar Narvaez against a guy who's going to pitch the contact. I mean, he's had an unbelievable year. We're talking about average, like over 300, uh, approaching 20 homers. He's been excellent, and he's basically free. So I think I like the Seattle side of this game in general. Uh, the, the Excuse me, the Texas offense has been really bad against left-handed pitching, and I'm not a huge Marco Gonzalez fan, but that's enough for me. And I think the Seattle team, again, because the Marlins are going to get so much, you know, look as the chief offense, th this team's going to go completely overlooked. They're late in the day. People don't like targeting those late offenses. So I actually have a little bit of excitement here about the Seattle team who always <laughs> seems to be my team. Uh, I love me some Dan Vogelbach, and I love me some J.P. Crawford, who, by the way, has seen the ball well off Adrian Sampson. You know, guys, I'm just not a rich enough man to be wanting to bet on the Seattle Mariners tonight, but I, oh, I like the Mariners I tonight, Kev. I do, too, I like Gabe. the Mariners. Let's I feel it. better about it. No, well, that's what I was saying in the tease earlier. I'm like, we told us we we're going to fade Texas in the second stretch, and now that Ricky's on it with the numbers that he brings up, I think Seattle's in a real good spot, and you said it, Ricky. Vogelback's just been just hammering balls right now. I kind of like Seattle at home in this game. It's a nice price. You only got to lay 15, 20 cents. Gabe, I think we're all in on the Mariners tonight. God, we need some luck there. <laughs> are you are you staying away, Ricky, because of weather, weather inclination here in Colorado and Washington? What do you hear about the weather there? Because I heard uh, it could be delayed, but what's the, what's the latest there? Yeah, I mean, we started working on content as of last night. It looks like there was rain until at least 11 o'clock local time. So I'm pretty worried. I think this game is a good chance to get washed.
Ricky Sanders, dailyroto.com. Can't wait to talk football uh, with you as well, uh, Ricky. Enjoy your dinner tonight, buddy. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Ricky Sanders got a dinner date with his wife. Nice. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Football season is now upon us and season-long drafts in full swing. Roto Experts has you covered with their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, including the best math day seasonal projections anywhere on the Internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts provide dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge of regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off with the promo code FNTSY. The NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Cam. Yep. Uh, we've, got, uh, we've got some breaking news that we didn't get to off the top of the program uh, here. The San Antonio Spurs announced that yep. Tim Duncan has been hired as uh, as an assistant uh, assistant coach. Um, Got to believe that this means that Tim Duncan will be a coach down the road. I mean, unless he's just, you know, doing this to be part of the Spurs. Who knows? Maybe he takes over for Popovich uh, down the road. I thought potentially that Becky Hammond uh, could, be, could be the choice. Uh, but to be honest, Becky Hammond sort of like – third in line only uh, as it is um already uh but uh yeah interesting and uh, good news to have tim duncan uh, back in the national basketball association we've got george kurtz stepping up and in uh right now kurtz how you doing george i'm doing well guys i'm trying to uh, forget about last week but i'm i'm doing well um what happened last week uh, Kurt's had a rough week too with baseball. <laughs> yeah. Not his best work. <laughs> oh. Not my best work at all. Nothing went well. To, uh, for well, me, I uh, thought I thought week. you were. Yeah, I thought you were going to say, "Oh yeah, yeah." Uh, my neighbor's kid is suing me because he she broke her arm <laughs> at the party. So everything everything was okay at the party. Ah, uh, yeah, the, the party is just fine. Uh, no, no, no lawsuits yet. Hey, we still got more parties to come. We'll see how that goes. But they, thanks for putting that in the back of my mind, by the way. I'm going to get sued by some kid that I don't even know because he slid down the slide and went, you know, halfway into the fence or something like that. <laughs> yeah, last last week wasn't pretty. Although I, I, I sort of came back on Saturday, and I kind of like the board tonight. I have a uh, a cautious, cautious optimism coming into tonight. So let me ask you, being a Yankee fan here, and I threw this game at Ricky Sanders. I see the total is 11 in this game uh, tonight, and it just feels uh, feels high. Uh, George, Yankees and Twins over under 11 runs. Sabathia versus Perez. What do you think of the my? I want to bet the under of this game. Yankees uh, on the road. They had that throwaway game yesterday, right? They really didn't show up for that game against Colorado, even though it was at home. Minnesota, you know, a team the Yankees usually play pretty well against. You got two so-so pitchers here. I'm uh, I'm on the fence here. I, I kind of lean. My head tells me the over should come in. You know, CC eh, Minnesota, Minnesota can hit Yankees can hit Perez left-hander doesn't throw. Sabathia that has struggled on the road, right? He's been better at right. Yankee. He's been better at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, 
On the road, That's he's it. one and three with a five eight four earned run average. I'm not going to bet it, but I kind of agree with Ricky. If I was, I would take the over. I think the over has a better chance than the under here. But the Yankees, they're not really lighting people up of late. I know they've scored some runs here. They come in bunches for the Yankees. They'll score six runs in yeah. one inning. But if they don't get that big inning, then it seems to be three or four runs a game here. So uh, I'm staying away tonight. I'm not going to bet the over-under in that game. I'll tell you what, though. Perez had been on a roll, Cam. He didn't pitch well at his yeah. last start. Before that, he'd really been on a run. I'm taking a shot uh, with Minnesota. I'm taking a shot with Minnesota tonight. I think they're in a good spot. I think they're going to. I think the Twins are going to get the CC. Uh, it's only uh, what is it, fifteen twenty cents? I think uh, Minnesota gets it done. It's hard betting against the Yankees with those bats, but Gabe, we're taking a lot of interesting teams. Hell, Seattle made our card tonight. So yeah, what are you I like do? the Mariners. Another night I like in baseball. I love the Mariners tonight. I, I no one says that. I love the Mariners. Well, I do. <laughs> Thinking about the Cardinals tonight too. You like anything, George? What catches your eye tonight? Well, it's not the Twins. Historically, the Twins do not play well against the Yankees. It doesn't matter where. So, uh, you know, when Berrios is pitching, you know, Odorizzi, okay, I'll, I'll rethink this. But uh, I'm not taking Martin Perez against the Yankees. Well, how about this, Perez? Either. He's got but, a uh, 9.68 earned run average in his career against the Yankees. Oops, this right. is why the total is 11. It's not a good matchup oh, for him. CC oh. no. Sebastian, 20-9 and nine with a 3.09 earned run average in his uh, starts. Against the not, Minnesota Twins. I would twins. not take the Twins tonight, guys. I would not take the Twins. I do like Gabe's uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, Ponce de Leon there, the Explorer. He's actually done pretty well. Uh, Williams yep. there, Pirates. Pirates aren't playing well. They've almost fallen back out of contention now. We have to, for a while, look like they might be in the wild card race here. Maybe even the uh, National League Central race. But they've fallen out of it now. And I think teams sort of uh, mentally that gets them down here. And I think uh, Ponce de Leon pitched well. He's he's the reason why uh, Michael Walker got taken out of the rotation. Because Ponce de Leon was pitching better than him. Yeah. So I kind of like Ponce. I like St. Louis tonight as well. Cam, what do you think? Garrett Cole on the hill tonight. I was surprised that they were this big of favorites. I thought it would be like minus 220 or something like that. But Houston Astros, monster favorites against Homer. Go, Bailey. Go uh, yep. tonight. Uh, I want to put Oakland. him in a parlay. I want. Yeah, hey, I know. Oakland and we talk or, about and we talk uh, about Oakland with Kurtz on Sunday. Oakland is, a, as I say, a professional ball fire. club. Gabe, I'll tell you something, Kurtz. On Sunday, there they're it twenty-one and eight, Cam, in the last yep. twenty-nine road games. Oh, they're twenty-one no. and eight on the road. They're good. Oakland is a good team. Cole's an amazing pitcher. They're just one of those things. Oakland pissed away that game. They actually came back against Minnesota, George, and then Minnesota won in the bottom of the ninth. You talk about it, Kurtz. Minnesota needs to tighten up that bullpen. They got to go out and get somebody. But I like Houston should not be minus 280 against a, a team like Oakland that can grind, George. I think it's a little bit too much. I think it's too much, too, but I'm going to be like Gabe here. I'm going to parlay it as well. It's Garrett Cole. It's just Garrett Cole. And Bailey, Bailey's been up and down. Sometimes you get good, sometimes you get bad. I'm going to go with the, the bad tonight. I think uh, Garrett Cole does there. I'm going to parlay that and Clevenger in Cleveland. Uh, I was thinking about um, Garrett Cole and Robbie Ray in Arizona. I don't mind that either. I don't, I, you know, I didn't look at the interleague schedule tonight. I don't mind that either. I'm still going to go Clevenger. I'll, I now, I, now I want to find another parlay. Cause I want to parlay uh, the Arizona and somebody else. <laughs> Although I don't see anything here that's worth parlay. I mean... Any dogs, George? Sometimes you're the dog catcher. Take this, Kansas City this, a couple times. Like hold it's, on. it's a tough Guys, dog card. Does this know? crap ever end, Kurtz? It never ends here. Hey, emergency alert. Severe. Uh, yeah, uh, flash flood warning. Dogs. 845. Yep. Avoid flooded areas. Yeah, I'll try to. It never ends Avoid. here. I swear to God. Avoid it rains every area. damn day, man. It's like a flood every day the, here. Seattle. I was with the ref tonight, man. man. The owner already canceled the games here, so I get to stay home tonight and uh, gamble instead. I'm not so sure if I'm going to win money because of that or lose money because of that. 
<laughs> yeah, I've seen the racetrack, Cam. I don't know where it is. Park Exit, is it called? What's it called? Oh, that's Park? Philadelphia. That's Philadelphia yeah. Parks. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, Parks. That's it. Yeah, Park X Parks. Park yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's coming down right now there. It's oh, trust pouring. me, I know. Like, like they've uh, shut it down. About, like, they're not racing. Yeah, what about it's the like, Washington game tonight, guys? They're very much that the Washington yeah, yeah. game may not make it. Yeah, stay yeah. away for if you're playing DFS, guys. It's not worth it because it's you know you're gonna get you could get caught and uh, and be screwed uh, right there. Yeah, Oakland's just been so good, but you you got Homer Bailey on the hill here tonight. Astros have won five straight games uh, as well. Astros are um, Garrett Cole is five and one. Well, the Astros are five and one the last six times that Garrett Cole has started against uh, Oakland uh, as well. As you mentioned, though, George, and I like it. Uh, Ponce de Leon has actually pitched pretty well for them. Um, Trevor Williams has struggled. The Pirates have really struggled coming out of the All-Star break. They have. I think one of the, the teams that really needs an influx of talent there, and they didn't get it. And a lot of it's because Josh Bell has stopped hitting. Right? I mean, uh, he's been, he, was hitting, he really stopped hitting in June, but he was hitting home runs. His hits were all home runs. Now he's not doing that either. I think the whole teams were sort of feeding off that, and now it's not happening. You know, Kevin Newman, who was hot for a while, he's not hitting as much now. Marte is still hitting, but they don't have guys to cover. You know, they're not the Yankees or the Red Sox. If two, guys, if two of their big sluggers aren't hitting, they'll be fine. Pirates aren't like that. If two of their big guys aren't hitting, they're done. And right now they're struggling, and that pitching staff's not good enough to make up for it. Uh, this is courtesy of Mark Lawrence's database, uh, guys. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez, 14-2, and and his team starts uh, this year at nighttime. He's 7-0 and in his last seven uh, team starts. The Red Sox are 7-0 and the last uh, seven times that he started in the month of July. He's got a 6-1 and uh, record with a 3-2-7 earned run average in his last seven overall team starts. Yet, you got a better team, and I talked about this earlier, George. you got a better team with Tampa as a home underdog against the Boston Red Sox, yet Rodriguez does have a lot going for him coming into this game. Uh, you can make a very easy argument that Erod's been their best starting pitcher this year. Uh, I mean, after the first six weeks of the season where he struggled somewhat, he's been the most consistent. You know, Price is probably right there with them, but Sale's been a, a, really a disaster this year. He hasn't done all that much. Sale's now, been course, a bet against for me. I bet against him a few times. I have confidence. Minus 270, minus 320. Last week, I got the Dodgers at plus 150 last Friday night against Sale. The Dodgers, best team in baseball, plus 150. Yeah, no, Sale's inflated prices. Yep, and, uh, you know, Cashner, he's lost his first two starts. I mean, how do you lose two out of three to Baltimore? That, that can't happen. It just can't happen. Uh, I mean, listen, I, I kind of understand going with the Red Sox trying to get to Tampa, but I'm not doing it. Tampa, I, if it was in Fenway, I'd feel a lot better than in Tampa Bay. Yeah. I, Beaks is going to start there, and we'll see what happens from there. But uh, I'm not touching this game. I do lean towards the Red Sox. I can't fall they did, for it either. They're just not playing well. They're just not playing well. I can't, uh, I can't fall for it either. All right, so uh... – uh, football is around the corner, gentlemen. Um, you getting worried, uh, George, about uh, about Zeke Elliott at all yet? Uh, well, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, if you would ask me two weeks ago, which I'm sure you did, I had Ezekiel Elliott, my number one running back over Barkley, mainly because I'm worried about what happens when they when the Giants make that switch to Eli to Daniel Jones and there's 13 guys lined up in the box to stop Barkley. I've changed that now. I'll take Barkley number one. I'm not going to drop Elliott too far, but uh, we're hearing these rumors that he's planning what a Mexican vacation. He's going to be out of the country. I think it's all just more talk now than anything else because Ezekiel Elliott, A, he's only 30, you know, he's still got time on that contract. The Cowboys can hope for four more years. It's bad timing for him. You just had a meeting with Goodell. You've been suspended. You know, the fans aren't going to be on your side here. And if he doesn't report by August 7th, 
he loses a year uh, before a uh, free agency. Yeah. Before he free agency. Yeah. So yeah. I think maybe he holds out to August 6th to make a point and then shows up on the 7th. And the Cowboys won't mind that. You don't want him taking hits in preseason anyway. So uh, I think right, this is all talk right now. He doesn't have any any real leverage unless he's going to say, Le'Veon Bell, and screw it and say, I'm not playing this season. George Kurtz uh, with us. All right. Jason Lockenfora, uh has an article uh, here. Five players that he thinks breaks out uh, this year in the National Football League. A couple of them are defensive, so we'll keep it on the offensive from a fantasy uh, perspective. I'll throw it uh, I'll throw it to you first, Kurtz. DJ Moore, Carolina. I know you've already held some drafts. What's, what do you, what's your take on DJ Moore, Carolina Panthers? Well, I do like DJ Moore, and he was sort of a breaking out last year before Cam got hurt, right? He was starting that's to play thing. really well. And that's the thing I, is, I you take DJ Moore... Uh, Your success is tied tied to Cam Newton. Tied to Cam Newton. Often believe in gets Cam injured, Newton. right? That's, that's the problem. That's the thing. I, I, I'm, I'm going to stay away. I, hey, Gabe, we love DJ Moore in college. I thought he was a, a electrifying player. And George is right. He can be in the NFL. Cam Newton, to me, is one hit away from real bad things. They talk about all the arm fusions and this and that, the way he plays the style. I'm telling you, man. He's a different guy. I'm staying away from guys like Moore. I'm not going to reach for a guy like him because I think Cam Newton's going to be hurt again. So I'm going to pass, Gabe. All right, uh, George. Nick Chubb, running back. Nick Chubb, Cleveland Browns. You think he has a breakout year this year? I think he, once again, I think he broke out last year. But I love Chubb. I'm not worried about Kareem Hunt because the only way Kareem Hunt, I think, really steals playing time from Chubb is if Chubb's hurt. It's, you know, he's, he's hurt. He's not, not doing anything to be a fantasy team anyway. Think about it. You got Mayfield. You got Beckham. You got Najoku. You got Landry. The defense is going to worry about Chubb. He's never going to see an eight-man front. He's going to see six and seven-man fronts. He should have a field day in that Cleveland offense. Um, he's he's pretty Boy. good at popping big runs, too, uh, Cam. Are you are you buying uh, Chubb? Oh, we'll, we'll, I'm, I'm buying we'll, what Kurt is selling. I'm buying Chubb. Big, fat Chubb, you know. Kurtz is right, man. You got to think you about gotta it. You got a chubby for chub. Yeah, chubby. I got a chubby. I got a chubby, yeah, chubby. for chub because yeah, George is right. Like they got to worry about electrifying receivers there, man. He's gonna have some huge runs right up there. Lots of yeah. They can't stack the box against this guy. They got to worry about the other ones. Njoku too. I really like Chubb. Yeah, uh, Cleveland's offense is gonna be freaking dynamic, man. You know, really offensively, so. offensively they're gonna be fine. Defensively, they have a lot of talent. They still were kind of average last year on the defensive side of the football. All right, we've got Kurtz up for a couple of more minutes. On the other side, game of decisions, ready to raise radio for the Vandals. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, back to live action, fellas. Uh, Nick Chubb is uh, pretty much ranked about the 10th uh, running back uh, taken. He's right behind Le'Veon Bell, who's averaging about nine, uh, ninth overall uh, as a running back position. Todd Gurley. And I'll tell you, I would rather have Nick Chubb than Todd Gurley. Would you agree with that, George? 
I'm shying away from Todd Gurley, guys. I think I probably yeah. would agree with that. Uh, I'm afraid. I'm a conservative drafter in my first couple of rounds. I don't take chances. I don't feel the need to. Uh, so I'll, Todd Gurley scares the life out of me this year. There's a reason they drafted the running back. There's a reason they, t- they re-signed Malcolm Brown. You know, they're, they're worried about Gurley themselves. Would you rather Cam, Nick Chubb, or Dalvin Cook? That's close because I told George on my weekend show I'm very high on Dalvin Cook. I think he makes the most, uh, one of the biggest improvements from uh, last year to this year. I think Minnesota is going to be a hell of a lot better. I think they win that division. I think Dalvin Cook gets a lot of balls out of the backfield. I think they're dangerous. Uh, I'll tell you, Gabe, that's a really tough one. I kind of, Dalvin Cook. I'm going to go with Dalvin Cook there, but that's 1A, 1DB for me. But I love Dalvin Cook if he stays healthy. A player that people aren't talking about, but the offense is so freaking dynamic. Damian Williams, Kansas City Chiefs, George. And he's not a sexy name, so I could fly under the radar a bit, you know? He shouldn't fly under the radar, but you're right. In a lot of rankings, uh, they look at he's in the mid-teens, you know, which means he's a running back. Yeah, I know, but he's on the back. He's the starting running back on the best offense in the NFL, right? Like, he's he's being undervalued, I think. What did we just say about Chubb? All right, that you know, everyone's worried about the passing game. It's the same thing in KC. You're worried about Kelsey. Hill's back. If Hill wasn't back, I think we could re we could have re- redone this conversation. Where maybe uh, the running back would get more attention. But no one's worried about Williams. Everyone's worried about Hill blowing the top off the defense. Kelsey running all yeah. his underneath routes and over the middle. No one Williams cares is going to kill it. He should have. He should do very well if he stays healthy. I have him as a low end running back one. Are you avoiding Le'Veon Bell, or do you? If if Le'Veon Bell falls into your lap in a cash league, are you going to take him, or do you want? Are you weary of him? I'm not weary of him. I mean, I'm not dying to get him either. I took him in the Scott Fishbowl, but that's a different kind of league. In the Scott Fishbowl, <laughs> you get an extra five points for every 50 yards receiving and every 50 yards rushing. Ooh. Le'Veon Bell is a big time pass catching back. I think I'm going to get that 50 yards receiving 12 out of 16 games. So I'll take that in a heartbeat there. So I'm not shying away from him, Gabe, but I'm not dying to get him either. He's not a back that I would have in more than maybe a quarter or a fifth of my leagues. All right, George, uh, we got about 10 seconds. Your best baseball bet of the night is? I'm going to go with that parlay, man. Give me Cleveland and Houston. Give me, I'm sorry, Houston and Arizona. Houston, Arizona. All right, let's get it. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. guys. It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 Hey, Gang, I'm Cam Stewart with the Fantasy Sports News Update. A legend returning to the NBA. Yeah, you heard it, Gabe and I talking about it. The San Antonio Spurs have hired NBA legend Tim Duncan to Greg Popovich's staff. He's going to be an assistant coach hired today. Duncan played in all 19 seasons with San Antonio's only team capturing five NBA titles, two MVPs, 15 all-star selections. Wow. Between 1997 and 2016, we like that higher. The Washington Wizards want to lock down star Bradley Beal big time. Washington plans to offer the guard a three-year, $111 million max extension as soon as he is eligible to do so on Friday. Beal is currently under a contract through another two seasons, meaning the extension wouldn't kick in until 2021-22. After the Wizards made their offer, uh, Beal has until October 21st to sign. Washington will be willing to work a one- and two-year deal with Beal if he prefers a shorter-term agreement. This is according to ESPN. If Beal waits till next summer, his max potential extension would climb to four years and $155 million. If he's an all-star, it can balloon to five years and $254 million. Wow. 
Field drafted third overall by the Wiz in 2012. He's averaged 19.8 points, 3.9 boards, and 3.7 assists in seven seasons since. The two-time All-Star had his best season to date, posting a career-high 25.6 points, 5.5 assists, and 5 boards per game. Very, very solid. Fieldo also today withdrew from Team USA's FIBA World Cup team. He's going to be there for the birth of his child. As for potential replacements for Team USA basketball right now, Utah's Mike Conley and Golden State Warriors guard D'Angelo Russell are among the top guys to replace players that back out. Still with the Wizards, Washington also promoting intern GM Tommy Shepard to the permanent role today. The Wiz also hiring former Cleveland Browns exec VP Sasha Brown as their CEO for the Monumental Basketball Group. That's the group that oversees the Wizards and Mystics in the WNBA and other local teams in Washington. UFC light champion John Jones facing a misdemeanor battery charge for an incident alleged to have occur- occurred in April inside a New Mexico strip club. Jones is accused of slapping a Cottrell waitress in her genitalia area, as well as putting her in a chokehold while roughhousing. Jones camp calls this uh, claims ridiculous, malicious lies. Jones took to Twitter today, also denying all allegations. He was charged with a hit and run in 2015 and suspended 15 months for positive for testing positive for a steroid uh, metabolite. In the NFL, Seattle Seahawks defensive tackle Jaron Reed has been suspended six games for violating the NFL's personal conduct policy. Reed is now being disciplined for a 2007 incident in which he was not charged or arrested. Police in Bellevue, Washington, a suburb of Seattle, responded to a complaint from a woman regarding an assault in April of 2017. Reed finished second on the Seahawks in sacks with 2018 with 10 and a half behind only Frank Clark, who's now been traded to the Kansas City Chiefs. The L.A. Chargers and running back Melvin Gordon are far apart when it comes to contract negotiations. This according to multiple reports today. Atlanta Falcons wide receiver Julio Jones, he's reporting to camp despite not having a new contract just yet. Also with Atlanta, Maryland Terps disgraced coach T.J. Durkin has been named as a guest coach at Falcons training camp today. That's interesting. Washington uh, reports here out of Washington. Redskins all-pro tackle Trent Williams will not report to the team's training camp. Williams still very upset about the team's handling of a medical condition that involved removing a growth from his head. New England receiver Julian Edelman, he's going to be out three weeks with a thumb injury. So New England working out former Pittsburgh Steeler wideout Justin Hunter. Yeah, they need some wideouts. In the NHL, the Pittsburgh Penguins have signed restricted free agent Zach Aston reese on a two-year deal. It's worth $2 bucks. He had eight goals and 17 points in 43 games with the Pens last season. Taking a look at tonight's MLB matchups, two at 7.05, Colorado-Washington. That's minus 160, 10.5, Lambert and Feedy. But, hey, this one might be a watch, uh, a rainout. So watch out, DFS and betters. Colorado and Washington on the ropes. St. Louis minus 15 at Pittsburgh, 9, Ponce de Leon and Williams. 7.07, Cleveland minus a buck 85 at Toronto. Clevenger versus Berecki, 9 is your total. 7.10, Boston minus 135 at Tampa Bay, 8.5, Rodriguez versus Beeks. Four at eight ten, Miami at the White Sox. Sox minus one fifteen ten. Richards versus Nova. Oakland at Houston. Houston minus two eighty. Bailey versus Cole. Nine is your total. Yankees minus a buck twenty at uh, Minnesota. Here total eleven. Sabathia and Perez. Cincy and Milwaukee. Brew Crew minus one twenty nine. Gray and Anderson nine forty action. Arizona minus two seventy at home to Baltimore. Brooks versus Ray. Total of nine nine forty five. Cubs twenty cent favorites at San Fran. Mills versus Anderson. And at ten ten. We like Seattle, Texas at Seattle, minus 115. Sampson and Son versus Gonzalez, and we have a total of 10 in that baseball game. I'm Cam Stewart, Gabe Morenci, host Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage Radio. We'll break down the baseball board tonight. It's the only game in town, so stick around, everybody. Some baseball bets, and we're back at you at 8 o'clock, too, for InBet Live. So stick around, everybody. More Red Heat and Rage coming up now. All you have to decide 
knows what to do with the time that is given to you. Game, Game time, time decisions. decisions. All right, level two. Great job, uh, Yang. Thank you very much. And Gabriel Morenci, throw it down to the sportsbook uh, at the Meadowlands on racetrack. Uh, we're going to run through uh, the baseball uh, board. Everybody's got the football fever. It's around the corner. Uh, preseason starts in 10 days' time, and then there's no turning back. Well, actually, just it's like the the appetizer. It's like a bowl of soup. It's like um, it's like a bowl of soup because there's one game, and then the following Thursday we're unleashed. Preseason football is here, and then before you know it, the National Football League regular season will be here, the college football season. Is right around the corner. We're just talking a little, a little, um, little uh, fantasy football with George Kurtz. We'll get into the baseball uh, board, but a player and a team cam that I think people are sort of forgetting about. And people are, I don't know, man, they're pretty negative about a guy that pretty much saved a team's freaking season last year. And I'm talking about Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson was six and one as a starter. Uh, with the, with the Baltimore Ravens, and he's extremely difficult to stop. He's a difficult matchup. He's fast as hell, and he's going to be a better thrower this year in the second year. Yet people seem to always say, "Oh, Lamar Jackson, so Lamar, this he can't do, they can't do that." People judge this kid after he's played seven games in a freaking National Football League. A little premature. Never sleep on a Harbaugh coach team either. Um, John Harbaugh can coach. He's a better coach than his brother Jim is. Uh, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you, Gabe. When 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 Lamar Jackson made that throw in that game, you know we we watch a lot of college football. To Andrews, that stud tight end out of Oklahoma, in stride as one of like I started to say, "Whoa, here we go!" Because we looked at uh, we looked at Lamar Jackson before, and he does have a little bit of accuracy problems. But as the season progressed, it got better. Nobody wanted to give him the credit he deserved. You said it in the open field; he's almost unstoppable. You go and hire hire Earl Thomas from Seattle, who I love and will be motivated to play in that division as a safety there. Mm, there's a lot to like about Baltimore. Everyone's talking about Cleveland, and yes, they are going to score a lot of points. Pittsburgh, they're still the Steelers, but everyone's sleeping on Baltimore. Baltimore's a very dangerous team. They're just going to kill each other in that division, all three teams. They'll probably be one game within all three of them. They're just going to pound each other. You're exactly right. And, you know, we can't take everyone to go over the win total, uh, yeah. but... FanDuel has got a nine up for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think that's more than attainable uh, for yep. the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, let's check the uh, the current number here for uh, for the Ravens. Um, I think it's eight and a half. It is eight and a half, but I'll double check it too. I think it's actually juiced to the to the. Well, over that's what two. I want to like see exactly. The juice, yeah. So, so let's we'll see, go eight, here. Eight and a half. Win totals. Win yeah, total we'll eight and a half. AFC North. Yeah, I got Baltimore. Eight and a half uh, over plus uh, 105. You get plus to the over and the unders uh, and the unders 30 cents. Eight and a half. Very attainable. I think so. All right. We're going to talk Major League Baseball on the other side. We'll run through uh, the board. We'll see what the Raging Redhead uh, Stewart likes. We'll take a look at the pitching matchup, the trends, and everything else in between. Taking on decisions. Red Heat Rage Radio continues.
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage on Radio. We appreciate uh, you joining us, whatever medium uh, you're joining us on. I am uh, Marenzi. We're throwing it down at the FanDuel Sportsbook, Metal Edge, Racetrack, and uh, Casino. As uh, really, this is just a precursor for the start of the uh, the football season. Uh, once August comes, uh, mid-August, we're going to have the expanded uh, studio. will be set uh, for football. And just imagine what we're doing, um, what we're doing in-game live, uh, Cam during Monday nights when there's Monday night football uh, going on and Thursday night uh, football. And then we're going to be doing the shows out of here on Sundays, et cetera, like we were last year uh, in the studio. We're still going to have some people back in the studio, though, as well. So uh, we're going to have a lot of cool stuff uh, coming up uh, this football season. Let's get down to business right now. Colorado and Washington. Well, I'll tell you what, there's severe weather warnings going on right now. And, um, I see everybody standing in the lobby here. They're scared to go outside, so I guess it's raining pretty hard here. And um, you know, a lot of people have been worried in the DFS world about playing anybody on Colorado or Washington due to the weather, Cam. I'm going to pass on this baseball game. I, I am too, Gabe. I think uh, you should pass on the game. Lambert versus Feedy. It could go either way. Colorado's been very uninspired except for their big win against the Yankees. But as George mentioned, the Yankees kind of slept walk that game. I have no interest in this game. If it's raining, I don't want to deal with a pitcher kind of starting not. The only thing that you'd kind of look at in the game, if you actually want to play it the opposite way, I would look at the over because if it does start and these pitchers go in there and then it gets uh, a bit of a rain delay, we're going to have a bullpen game. And these bull- bullpens Good on call. both teams have been horrible anyway. And the line's 11. So especially if but the one only one issue with that, it's a National League game. But I still think with Lambert, he won't go long. Feedy, no. Against Colorado, no, I could I could see this game game being like a you know a ten to seven type of game and really go over the number, but maybe we'll hit this live when we do the show tonight. I'm gonna leave it alone right now. Ponce de Leon on the hill here tonight for the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, Cardinals have been playing some good baseball. They're right back in the mix uh, right now, Cam. Uh, they are a seven and three in their last ten baseball games. Pittsburgh, a very streaky team um, right now. They're in one of their bad streaks. They're three and seven in their last 10. Trevor Williams has also kind of hit a wall. Um, the Cardinals are four and one the last five times that um, DeLeon has started a baseball game. Man, we always talk about it. These NL Central games are always just back and forth. They're always really close games. I've been riding the uh, the Cardinals quite a bit as of late, and they've actually been, uh, they've been pretty good to me. I like this game, but don't love it. You know, what do you think about this one? I'm with you, and to your to to extend your point, that Colorado series, uh, that Cardinals series against Cincinnati, they really put them back on that. They were trailing in every game in that series and came back and won, except for the only game they win was against Cincinnati's ace and Luis Castillo. Other than that, they came back being down. They showed a lot of grit. Paul Goldschmidt, who's had a really disappointing year, is starting to play a little bit better. I think they have a pitching edge in this game. I know they're on the road, but you've talked about this before, and it's one of those things that rings true. The Cardinals are a second-half team. 
And when they start to smell, you know, the summer and the playoffs and everything, they get better. They're one of those teams that they're kind of sleepwalking, but now I think they're going to be a lot more focused. A lean to the Cardinals. Don't love it as my favorite game, but a lean to the Redbirds for sure. And now uh, you look at Trevor Williams, 24 runs cam over his last 22 and two-thirds innings. Struggling. His start was pushed back a day due to illness, so we have a guy who's been struggling in his last four starts, and he's sick. Coming back after an illness. Yeah, I've never the been game, a real, like yeah. Trevor, he's one of those guys, Gabe, like, he'll he'll give you a good game and then give you two or three bad ones. St. Louis might be a play, a small, hey, we like uh, some other things on the board, but maybe a half. I like thing, it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not. It's not a. It's and, not a. It's a and, lock. And, it's not the lock of the night, but it's worth a play. You're right. You know what? You know what we should do with this game, and this is what we're going to do moving forward on the show. I think we should leave. Maybe Pittsburgh takes a one to nothing lead or something like that game, and we get the Cardinals in a live position, and then we go on it together at the late show because that's the way I want to attack this game. They've been great from coming from behind, Gabe. Look at them recently. All those crazy comebacks against Cincinnati, they're starting to feel it. So if they go down early, I wouldn't count them out. Maybe we attack it that way. Uh, I look forward I look forward to your take on um, on this baseball game. What do you think about uh, your Toronto Blue Jays taking on the Cleveland Indians? Clevenger, uh, two starts since the All-Star break. He's only given up two runs on 10 hits, uh, 18 strikeouts in his last two starts. Clevenger pitching well. Goes in. Uh, what, what, what's your take on the Jays? You watch this team pretty closely, Cam. What's your I, feeling? What's yeah. What's Faisin Vince saying tonight? Feels oh, like it's the, the, <laughs> just like the Indians are the play. Faisin Vince will take he the should Jays be smoking. plus one. Yeah, smoke the peace <laughs> pipe tonight. Peace pipe. I'll tell you, he's good. He's a good baseball capper, but his one thing is he loves the hometown team. He he won't bet against the Jays. He's a real fan. He'll probably take them at plus one and a half tonight. You know, if he do- doesn't like them, he'll just stay away from the game. He won't bet against them. But I will say this. I think that total, I think the Jays are going to have problems hitting Clevenger, but Baroque's not so bad. You know, Cleveland's one of those teams, too. They can go through hitting uh, mishaps. Uh, I kind of like the under nine, Gabe. That's where I look at this game. I know George likes it, the Indians. Sure, yeah. they're minus 190. They should win, but I think that's I a can't little lay bit 70. too high. I can't lay 76 cents either. If this exactly. was minus 150, 55, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I can't lay minus 176 on the road. I'm not doing it. Here's here's the deal. Like, I don't know. Like, I know the Jays have been hitting better. The young players are good. But Baraki's kind of one of those pitchers that I think he could surprise. I think nine's too high. I would have made this total at eight and a half or eight. So I think I lean to the under. Creditors uh, calling. Great. <laughs> uh, better win tonight. Boston Red Sox and the Tampa Bay Rays. As we talked about with George Kurtz, uh, Erod, as he called him, Rodriguez, probably has been their most consistent pitcher, actually. He's been damn good, this guy. He but sure has. I like The Boston. Red Sox are in. Yeah, it's like, ugh. I guess it's Here's like the, the St. Louis. It's like the St. Louis pick. Half unit. You're right. I'm not going crazy, yeah. but I do like Here's the Sox the thing. tonight. I think the Red Sox took Baltimore lightly, and they paid the price for it. I'm embarrassed by their play. I think they're embarrassed by their play. They go into Tampa Bay and go, listen. This isn't Baltimore anymore. This is a team that we actually have to beat. We have to worry about them in the standings, and we have a good pitcher going tonight. Tampa Bay is going to have a spot starter. He'll be out of the game real quick. Come on, Boston. Boston still has the talent. They're better than Tampa Bay. They should get it done. It's only 30 cents. Yes, Gabe, I'm there. I'm with you, buddy. Uh, if you call How me or text me, Rodriguez? my phone, might, my phone might, might not be working. I've been dodging these guys. Uh, they've really screwed me on my phone package, and I'm laying it down with them. But, uh, yeah, I think they're coming after me hard now. 
they're shaking you down. Oh, it's unbelievable. Like, that, you, you've lived here before. Like, how am I paying $120? What, are the, what am I getting for my phone package? No long distance texting, whatever. Like, I talk to you if I text you or, you know, somebody from the States. It's like, what am I getting for the money that I'm paying? Like, it's just, it's a real scam they got running here. But anyway, Gabe, let's go through the rest of the board, buddy. Yeah, Rodriguez. Rodriguez of the Red Sox has allowed two or fewer runs in uh, four consecutive starts. Good like pitching it. really well. Yeah, and they need to start. They need to start winning games, Boston. I know it's not, not even funny anymore, but dude, I'm getting a flashback. It was last Monday, our first night doing this show, that the Red Sox screwed me hard last week, yep. man. It cost me two hundred forty-nine dollars. It was the yep. beginning. That would have made a big difference, Cam. Two fifty in my pocket. It was just the beginning of the end of that week, bro. I remember. I remember exactly what remember you said. Remember they came oh. back. They tied the game 4-4. Four, yep. four, you were on it. They yep. screwed us. I know. And I'll tell you something. That's the thing when you're taking those games, those parlays. Like, if you win 250 instead of lose 250, it's not 250. It's 500. So you start to look like that. It's not 250. I lost 250. I went 250. That's five. You start to do that day after day, get beat down on a, on a two-game, three-game parlay and stuff like that. Hell, Gabe. Your picks for the MMA were fantastic. Know what the problem yeah, was? Yeah. I, I I had no bullets in my gun to go hard on those bets that we loved. You and Gamble were all over it. Hardy with the win. Edwards Beyond with the Edwards win. Like with everything, the win. I know. everything we talked about. So I'm going, what, $25, $50? I got no money. I got no money to bet these things. If I had a, a bankroll yeah, on these early damn baseball, I would have I would have killed it and got my money back this week. And- and yeah. I did well on the CFL. I, 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 I went actually, I took one. Montreal. I took Montreal, yeah. baby. Me too. Oh, and right. the under. I'm telling <laughs> you, Cam. I, I'm the, gonna, first I know half, the first, first half yeah. unders are damn money. And I'm on to this. I'm telling you, bro. This is a Renzi trend. These Saturday afternoon games in a sweltering Canadian heat are going under, bro. It's you're too right, hot to play football. It's too hot. Is, the problem is this. You're right. We got on. But I didn't make big money because my confidence was shaken because I had such a piss poor week all week and I was out of money. Careful though, buddy. When that weather changes, they're gonna start scoring again. That trend's yeah. not gonna go forever. You gotta ride it out till it gets cooler. That's all. Yeah. Long as the heat wave. Yeah. All right. We're gonna uh, we're gonna continue to hit this uh, baseball up more. We'll find some stuff that we like. We already found a few. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You want, <laughs> you want two or three Rangers up to a thousand bucks? Of course you do. Go to pointsbet.com slash grid and open up the PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you get two risk free bets up to a grand. An additional traditional betting points bet also offers its own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet by. For example, if Gabe takes the TCU Horn Frogs minus three and they cover the spread by eight, you'll receive eight times your stake. That's pointsbet.com slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get two risk-free bets up to a thousand bucks today. That's a sweet offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over only. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for full details. Marenzi. Uh, my boy Brian Tullock of, uh, of SI Fantasy. Um, God, it's just one of these nights. He goes, be careful if you're simply looking at game logs with Mike Clevenger tonight. 
yeah, he struck out 10 Jays earlier this year, but recognize that lineup included Brito, Teller, Hanson, and Urena. Ah. Tonight, he's seen Vlad Jr., Justin Smoke, Biggio, and Sogard. None of them were in the lineup. The Be first careful time. for all you uh, Indian parlayers out there. That's, uh, <laughs> that game's not such a lock. Like, well, you hear Kurtz. Clevenger, but, uh, Kurtz was we'll going to put him in a parlay. Then he heard my parlay. He jumped on mine. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with Arizona <laughs> instead of Cleveland. <laughs> I think Arizona's a, uh, yeah, Arizona's a less dangerous snake tonight. Instead of a D-back, it's more of a garter snake. I think the Blue Jays could be a bird that uh, attacks you. Be careful. And uh, as you see, uh, Cam, uh, Cam's looking real sharp with the city of Toronto behind him. And later it gets dark in Toronto, too. And, oh, yeah. Uh, the, the other yeah. side of it's dark. I haven't used the other side yet, so i got to switch that one around. I also noticed my head's in the middle of the logo, but that, Gabe, you've been it's to my okay. place. It's as high as we can go. So if they tell me I need to alter it, no, 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 that's I, fine. Are we okay? Because yeah, I can't have go have a big head. Store. You can't yeah, shrink your head. There's nothing you can I, do. You can't shrink you know, your head. You know what I've done too, Gabe? I go, here's the chair. I'm now I do the now I do the kids' chair at the table, right? It's still in the middle of sports grid. Like no, I'm no, literally no, no, like fine. sitting like a little guy now. So now I gotta jack up the chair. No, no, people know the logo. You look good. It's perfect. It's perfect. Thank you, buddy. I like how I like how my head's right above me. It just says sports gambling. I know. <laughs> my, mine's like right in the middle of it. Damn cam, stupid head. Yeah, I got a pumpkin head. But I'll tell you, right, Matthew, so. when, that, when that package came, I was like, I got intimidated, but you'd be proud of me. I, I didn't quit. Um, Homer Bailey on the hill here tonight. He had a nice oh. debut, but they were playing yeah. Seattle. He gave up seven hits in six innings. They won the baseball game 10-2. Uh, to two. This is what's actually interesting, though. This was somewhat surprising as well. Homer Bailey is 4-0 in his career against Houston with a 1.46 earned run average and a 0.92 whip in eight career starts against them. So it's not just sort of once or twice, but I'll tell you what, hot uh, Garrett Cole. Yeah. Um, in his last 10 starts, he's 6-0 with an ERA of 2-1-1. He's got a 0.98 whip. In his last uh, 10 starts as well. He's allowed uh, one run on seven hits in his many, many innings in his last start against the Angels. Garrett Cole's in a freaking zone right now. I like the Astros. This is a big game, actually. Look, Oakland cut the lead to within four and a half games. And Oakland, um, Oakland was playing great. But we talked about it. Houston got, uh, you know, Houston, you know, got uh, interested. They're like, oh, look, they're only four and a half out. Now they're six and a half. Now Houston can bury them a bit again. Just say, hey, you guys are playing for the wild card. You're not playing for the division here. Yet, man, you get a baseball team that's 8-2 and two in their last 10 games, Oakland. And I talked about it earlier, Cam, 21-8 and eight in their last 29 road games, these guys. I'll tell you, Gabe, in that last game, that's heartbreaking for Oakland, too. Like, they're, they were trying to catch Houston, and you saw what happened. They had they took the lead. Minnesota was beating them on Sunday. They were killing them. They came back, took the lead, gave up the lead, and Minnesota won in the bottom of the ninth. This line is too high. Sure, Houston has Cole. He's one of the best pitchers, if not the best pitcher in the American League, right? But that's a hell of a lot of juice against as we talk about many times with the Oakland A's, a professional hitting, very resilient baseball team. It's too much juice. I'm going to pass on this game. Uh, I'm going to put it in a parlay, but uh, it is, you know, it's that. Houston should that, win. They should yeah, win with they, the yeah, they They're a better yeah. team. Yeah, they're, they are. And I'm just saying, and they're I like that line at 220 a hell of a lot more than 280. It's an inflated line with Cole. You're not getting a good, 
You're not getting a Yankees, good price, but Yankees and Twins. I'm going with the under. I, when I looked at this total, I thought it was too high at 11. I'm going with the under. The under. Under 11. Yeah, and I'm going to hope for the best. <laughs> I know what Kurtzson said, and you, you guys brought up a lot of uh, good data to the table. You know what? This is not really a, a knock against like the Perez. Twins? Yes, I, I am going to take the Twins. I think the Twins, I'm getting them at plus. My site's gone up to, what are they, what are they plus 10? Uh, yeah, 105. So it's, it's fluctuating back and forth. I think the Twins could beat the Yankees tonight. I think they hit CC Sabathia hard. I like the Twins against a left-handed pitcher in this spot today. It's not going to be my hardest play. We like other games and crazy games a lot more. But the Twins will be played tonight, Marenzi. You can put it on my card. Uh, what do you make of this one with the Reds and the Brewers? These guys always play close games. I'm going to tell you something. You said it. And and what are we going to be talking about tonight during in-game live? How this game is 3-3 in the seventh inning or something like that. And what, who's going to win in the bottom, bottom or ninth or top of the tenth? I'm done with it. I, I want to take I want to take the Reds in the spot. Uh, no, I'm just going to I'm going to pass. The Reds really pissed me off uh, in a couple of those games against the Cardinals. You called it like the Cardinals came back. I was on the Reds one of those nights. They blew a seven run lead. I think I'm going to stay away. That was unbelievable. On Thursday night. Twice. Yeah, twice. On Thursday night, they came back from a, a three nothing lead and ended up winning the game seven four. And then the next night they were down seven nothing and they came back and won the game. Twelve eleven. They scored ten runs and won it. Remember, they went up ten to seven. They went up ten to seven. You know what? And Cincinnati camp, they're fading right now. They're three and seven in the last ten. And it's a lot because of the trade deadline. Yeah. There's already talk about, oh, they're gonna trade Twig and you know, we'll see about Sonny Gray suddenly. Even though Sonny Gray, uh, even though Sonny Gray uh just got there. But I wanna see here, so uh, when they played against each other, we talked about them playing close games. Last time they played one nothing, uh three nothing, five four. All right, so two of the last three times they played has been decided by one run. Before that, eight six, seven five, six five. So in the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven times they played Cam. They've never had a game decided by more than two runs. No, they played tight. I'm games telling you, the NL Central is a tight ass division. I know. And we shouldn't get. Do you want? Do you want more stress in your life? Like uh, I, I like the should, Brewers. <laughs> I think the Brewers are coming together a bit here. I think yeah. the Brewers need to wake up. They're playing at home. I was on them yesterday, Gabe, and I the one mistake I made was not live betting them. They were down four to nothing to. Uh, Arizona, they scored seven unanswered runs in that game. They were like plus 700 or something. Like, you could have really cashed in. I had them at the start of the game. Wish I waited to live bet them. But, yeah, I kind of, you know what? You know me in Cincinnati, but the Brew Crew is a team I take a lot, too. The, it's a short they, price for the Brewers. They're better. The Brewers at are home, a better minus team than Cincinnati. Exactly. They're a better team when push comes to shove. I'm going to take the Brewers. Okay. I'm gonna take the Brewers. Um, uh, have a nice, have a nice cold one, buddy. Yeah, Brew Crew. Miami, Miami, and the White Sox. Uh, the White Sox are your team. Two and eight in the last ten. Marlins no, three and my, seven. They're, they're not my team. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I like no, 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 no. Like I cheered for the White Sox before when they had some heart. Now they're just going in to get a paycheck. They're like that employee, you know. He's just punching a clock into work. He's, you know, is he really looking at the lug nuts, game man, safety inspector? No. He doesn't care. These things are just going down the assembly line, not being checked. I, I'm on I'm on the Miami Marlins tonight, actually. I think uh, Richards can get it done against him. Our boy Ricky Sanders made a lot of empirical. Uh, he brought up a lot of data that supports Miami. Small play. Miami's actually been good to me. When I bet them as dogs, they've showed up. I know they're not a very good baseball team, but nor is Chicago right now. 
Ivan Nova, as Ricky Sanders said, is one of the coldest pitchers in baseball right now, Gabe. He's really struggling. I might yeah, have to take just, a shot with the fish. But I know. It's just Miami's hard. Yeah, yeah. It's a hard, I, hard don't, beat the back. I don't have the bankroll to do it. Um, yep. Baltimore and Arizona. Aaron, Aaron Brooks, is this the parlay buster of the night? I hope not, because I'm going to parlay them with the Houston Astros. I hope not for your sake, Gabe, but I think it's a huge advantage with Ray. Also, Bobby Ray's uh, been on fire, Cam. He's won three straight starts. Um, yep. He's pitched He's pitched real well. I mean, the only thing is he's on the trade market right now, supposedly as well. Um, what do you make? You got Brooks on the hill here tonight, kid trying to make a name for himself. He can actually win this game. Yeah, Baltimore's been better, but now they're going into Arizona. Like they won the remember, they won those game against Boston at home against a divisional rival that you It's hate. a rivalry Where, game and Boston to kick the crap yeah. out of them forever. Yeah. Exactly. Where's the hate for the the the, the D backs? There's no there's no oh we hate Arizona. We're gonna really bring our A game tonight. And as for Robbie Ray and Zach Greinke, you've seen reports. These guys are actually they might be trade bait. Like it's one of these things Arizona understands, like they're a decent baseball team, but they're going nowhere in the National League. They might trade some big assets and try to get real good down the line. So this is another showcase game for Ray. I like Arizona as well. Um, the uh, Chicago Cubs and San Francisco Giants, two of the hotter teams right now in the National League, uh, going head-to-head here tonight. Uh, Alec like Mills takes on like Sean Anderson. I'm leading I, with I the mean, Cubs, too. But, I, I'm Cam, but the thing is, look, look the, Met, the, the San Francisco Giants are now 14-3. and three. Oh, in their last 17 games. Yeah. Look, they lost that one game on Saturday when, 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 when you yeah. got, yeah, what was the guy's name? Wicket or whatever the hell his name was? Lockett. Everyone's like, Lockett. Like Seattle's receiver. Yeah, oh, was it Lockett? All right, yeah. Lockett, so they beat yeah. they beat Syndergaard. I knew they were going to beat DeGrom at that big, big underdog. They lose on Saturday to the scrub, and then they come back and they win again. You know, they're red hot right now, but so are Chicago. I kind of get the feeling the Cubs win tonight, but I don't like getting in front of this red-hot juggernaut that are the the, uh, the Giants right now. No, no, but you're right. And the thing was, the Mets in that one game, they they you know they beat the, the Giants down there, but the Giants have been great. Also, won on a bloop single by Sandoval. They've been our boy Kyle, our boy Kyle Hamburg uh, says yep. that he thinks the Brewers are your story. that's your secret team that you're a fan of. <laughs> yeah, he's he, if you could tell him, he's right. Any team named after beer, I got no problem with the Brewers there, Kyle. I'm not gonna say they're my favorite team, but like if the who's, Brewers are playing most teams your, in the National League, I like. Who's your favorite team? You're a Jay fan, but I'm who's your like, yeah. who's like your favorite other like other team? Yeah, probably it's weird. I, you, Kyle might be right. It's it's the Brewers. I've always had a soft spot in my heart for the Royals too. They're hard to cheer for this year. <laughs> but the Jays are my team. I know Hamburg likes the Braves. He thinks I diss them all the time. Not true. Game time decisions continues. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Great job, uh, Yang. Game time decision. Yep. Uh, ready to radio continues. I have Gabriel Morenzi. Don't forget me and Cam. Uh, we'll be back at um, 8 o'clock 
Uh, we got uh, full deck here tonight. Uh, Dane Martinez will join us for the first hour of the program. Mike blew it in uh, for the second hour. Me and Cam uh, will be holding it down from 8 till 10, uh, laying down the in-game bets. Uh, but, you know, it's really the calm before the storm. Well, actually, there's a storm going on here literally and fairly right now. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but uh, calm before the storm with the football season coming up here, Cam. And I'm seeing in the chat. Our boy Kyle Hamburg in Atlanta has been uh, itching to come up and check out the New York City vibe. And nice. uh, Shano is a Buffalo Bill fan. So uh, they might be coming up at week one, which is actually a great week to come up here, guys. Because, yeah, week one, Buffalo Bills play the New York Jets. And then that Monday nighter is a doubleheader, Ken. Got to love that, that, that first Monday night when you got two games. It's going to be off the hook here. You and I are going to be on from five to seven here. And the game's going to start at seven. And then we're going to be back on at 8 o'clock live in-game during this Monday Night Football. That first Monday is going to be crazy. It is. Uh, I'm trying to pick the week uh, that come there. Unfortunately, Gabe, uh, I got to tell you, like my uh, dollars and loonies, I'm already 30 cents on the dollar down. So it's kind of yeah. tough, but we'll make we'll make a trip up there. Like, you know, I'm not flush with money, but I'm going to talk to Lisa and say, you know what, what's a good time to come up? She'll like to come up for a few days. And the great news is if you come up, right, we got, we got the studio right there. I don't have, have to lug sound boards and all this other stuff, right? We're just right there, and we can do it right in the heart of things and then go to the book. No, you're exactly uh, you're exactly right. I uh, can't wait. Uh, Buffalo Bills in week one, my Buffalo Bills against the Jets. And then week two, the Buffalo Bills take on the New York Giants back-to-back weeks here at MetLife. I, mean, I can't believe that's <laughs> happening. Like, what a scheduling snafu, but it works out great for you. No, like, like what are the odds? I don't even think that's ever happened before. Like, how the hell do you play both of those teams? Like, you're playing two games about... on the road in the same city in the same stadium. It's and insane. I happen to be here. Like, it's perfect. I'll go see the Bills yeah. the first two weeks of the year, and I probably <laughs> won't right. see them again. <laughs> That'll be that. And then, it's perfect. Uh, but what it could kill me, though, is it's the Bills-Jets week one, Bills-Giants week two, but then week two, that Monday night game is Odell Beckham's return to the stadium behind us against the New York Jets on Monday night football. I don't think I'll go to the game. We'll have fun doing the show right here. We're going to have all the TV set up. We're going to have our runner. Uh, as it is right now, we literally have a runner in training. Like he's, you know what I mean? He's, he's learning he's how guy. to do everything at the board. Yeah. Um, um, I think it's like a competition. There's a couple of kids in the running. So oh, nice. they're going to learn. Gang's going to teach them back at master control, like you know what's happening. Yep. And then here, like we're going to um, we're going to make a um, we'll have to have like an Olympics or something like that. You know what I mean? We'll test the runners running back and yep. forth. Well, I'll tell them one thing: if they're going to run for you, it, a couple things are very important. One, you got to know your spreads, know your games, first half over unders, like. No gambling, inside out, lines, numbers. You can't be dicking around when you're talking to the guy at the book when you put your bets in quick. And uh, hopefully uh, they know the kitchen quick, too, if they got to go run and get you a grilled cheese and ginger ale. So you got to be fast on your feet, and you got to get things done at the book. Know your lines. All right, sorry, Cam. Uh, handle handle this for a second, Cam, right? It's got to take care of something. Yeah, okay, no problem. Okay. So, yeah, so uh, game next game on the board we can take a look at we're going to take a look at, uh, we talked about uh, Baltimore and the Arizona Diamondbacks. We're both going to take the Diamondbacks, minus 260 in this ballgame, nine. We mentioned before, Houston with Garrett Cole. Line's gone down, actually, 10 cents, minus 270 over under in this baseball game, nine. Uh, Garrett Cole on the run line, minus one and a half, minus 135, and Oakland plus one and a half. I told you I like the Twins in this game. Gabe likes the under. 
The over-under set for the Minnesota Yankees game is uh, 11 right now, plus 105 is the number for the Twins. If you like the Yankees on the road with carbs and calories, Sabathia Sisi, he is minus 25. Next game on the board, well, we got the Cubs and the Giants. Uh, This is a later start at 945. Cubs minus 115. Giants at home minus 105. I like I like the Cubs in this spot. I'm telling you, I know, Gabe, the Giants are very, very hot. I don't like to get in front of these guys, but I think the Cubs go in there. They take care of business. It's only 15 cents on the road. They're playing better with Joe Madden right now. So this is a team I think we can get behind and back. San Francisco has been great. They've been overachieving, but I think we have to worry a little bit, too, that, you know, when is this run going to come over, whereas the Cubs have the pedigree? I think they can really get it done. And it's a really, really short price. That's kind of what I like about this game the most. When we're talking about it, we only have to lay 15 cents with the Cubs, basically almost a pick em game there. And this is the another game that we have on the board, the final game on the night, if we're going in chronological order here. We got the Texas Rangers at Seattle with Sampson going up against Gonzalez. Texas, plus 100. Seattle, minus 120. Total in this baseball game is 10. Texas on the run line, plus one and a half, minus 185. And Seattle at home with Gonzalez, minus one and a half, plus 165. We talked to Ricky Sanders about this, and I was totally agree with Ricky 100%. Next to a sneaky play with the Marlins that he thinks people are actually going to bet with tonight, I think the Seattle Mariners are in a really good spot. I know they're not the best of baseball teams, but you're going up against pitcher in Sampson, who's a guy that's coming in in relief. He's not really getting it done very well. He's getting rocked in his last start. So this is something that we can consider. I think Seattle's bats are good. Vogelback and all the rest of these guys have been heating up after a torrid start. These guys have come back down to earth. But now you're getting these guys in a good position, and you only have to lay a little bit of juice. And as for the Texas Rangers, they're going to be a team that we're going to fade definitely down the stretch. They've been very disappointing. They're burning money right now. So I'm going to take the Seattle Mariners at minus 120 in that spot. So we'll take a look at the earlier lines in these games and go through the boards. Be careful, guys, of the Colorado-Washington Nationals game at 7.05. Feedy versus Lambert. We could have a rain delay in that game. But what I told Gabe at 11, this is the thing about this game. Maybe the starting pitchers, if it starts and the rain starts, what happens with Lambert? What happens with Feedy? Maybe they go out and they sit there. Did they pitch line up with those arms? Um, you know, at 11, who, who you could bring in the bullpen. You get a bullpen game with Colorado, who's coming off a series against the Yankees. They're going to burn through relievers. And then after Feedy, you go to Washington, who has one of the worst bullpens in Major League Baseball. So I got to believe that the over 11, even though it seems very, very high in that baseball game, is something that we are going to take. Uh, I, I, th- I lean to the over in that ball game. Earlier, first game on the docket, game 9-11, 9-12, we have Boston and Tampa Bay. Boston right now. That line has gone down five cents. So people, you know, coming, looking to Tampa Bay as a home dog in that baseball game. But And uh, I'm looking to Boston. Gabe and I talked about it in the show. Boston, they're burning money. I get it. You know, they've been very disappointed. They go into Baltimore. That's a series that they should sweep. They lose two out of three against the Orioles. It's very, very tough. But I think it's a good spot today. And when you look at the starters, as Kurtz mentioned, too, when he was a guest on this segment, Rodriguez has been fantastic for Boston. He's been their best pitcher, arguably. You're going into Tampa Bay. Now you know you need a win in this ballgame, and 30 cents seems like a very good price for the Boston Red Sox. I think it's going to make the ticket over in this game, eight and a half. Not going to really touch the over-under with Beeks. The question is, how long is he going to last in that ballgame? Probably not very long. So 
I think we're going to lean with the Boston Red Sox in that game. Also, if that Colorado-Washington game does go off, I am going to take it. I think now we are seeing that game off the board right now. So I think that the, the rain is coming down there, and we are not going to see a baseball game there. So next on the docket, we have the Cardinals taking on the Pirates. We got, uh, yeah, we uh, it's an interesting game. And uh, you know what, gang, I think uh, Gabe and I were talking about the Cardinals. And while I go through the board and basically uh, give you all the picks, Boston makes the card, even though we're not Red Sox fans. Good spot for them tonight. Lean to the Cardinals. Bob from Vermont, what do you got for us, Bob? Hopefully winners. What do you got, Bob? Hey, Bob, what's up? What's up, Bob? What about Bob? 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 Yeah. I think he fell asleep on the phone, buddy. I think he fell asleep on, on the phone. Hold guy. on, hold on, hold on. Listen, is he up. sleeping? Yeah, he's passed out. Bob, he oh, fell asleep like a heart attack. on hold. Like <laughs> uh, no, a heart attack sounds different. That's a man who's uh, in a deep snore. Hey, Bob. Bob. <laughs> he fell asleep. On the phone. He, he did. I don't know what's going up. on. Sounds like he's talking in his sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crank him up, Yang. Who do you like, Bob? Yeah, he's sleeping, buddy. <laughs> wow, Bob's taking a nap. Yeah, I know. I'm like Ryan C in the chat, though. Hopefully, he's only sleeping. Like, I hope so too. Yeah, yeah, no. If anybody's near Bob, go to see if he's. Uh, you know, got a heartbeat or, or a pulse. He said, but he's breathing, Gabe. A heart attack wouldn't be that smooth. The thing is, he's got a regular rep- repetition going. Trust me, I'm a guy that's, you know, I'm, I'm hanging on by a thread. I think Bob's okay. Yeah, he's, he's got a nice, he's, he's got He's got nice sleep apnea cooking there. He might want to uh, get a mask for him. Right, oh. okay, hold on, hold on, yeah. Let's hear him snore here. Wow, our show is putting Bob to sleep. <laughs> Way to go. Bob. Bob. Hello? Bob. Hey, Bob. How you doing, Gabe? I'm sorry about this morning. My phone uh, went dead. I'm sorry. It's okay, but what about right now? Yeah, were you sleeping? Oh, no, 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 no. I hear you now. Good and clear. Okay. <laughs> how you doing today? Uh, how you doing, Bob? Good. I had a good weekend. I worked. Yeah, we all worked. I had the day off today. Yeah, that's good. Good. Yeah. Pudding today, or uh, what, what was on the menu? Uh, today, I didn't work today. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Look at over there laughing. So what? Yeah, what? You've yeah, been, you've, been, you've, been, what you've been smoking chronic all day at home? You're all you're, you're, you're wiped out? No, I'm not wiped out. I'm happy. You were just snoring. You, you were, were just snoring. snoring. You were falling asleep. I was snoring? Yeah, yes. Uh-oh, I was snoring on the radio. Hey, you want to hear a real funny story? When I got, when I went to my dentist, right, I had yes. to get a root canal, and I don't like pain, so I tied myself up so much that I fell asleep on the chair, and he said I was snoring. Uh, wow. You know what, Bob? I you think you got back? narcolepsy. Maybe you fall asleep at the... No, uh, no, the snap. other thing. No, it's not narcolepsy. It's the other thing. What's the other thing called? Well, what's the other thing? That you wear a mask, you know. Um, yeah, sleep sleep apnea. apnea. That's what I got. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a nightmare, but uh, join the club. 
It sucks. Yeah, it's not narcolepsy, though, is it? No, it's cold no, no. when Narc- Narcolepsy is when right, you listen. fall asleep in any type listen. of situation. We got picks listen. to do. We love you, Bob, here, but you have a pick for us, Bob? Yes. Yeah, the Yankees are going to win tonight against okay. Minnesota yeah. Twins. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Bob, Bob in Vermont. Yeah, we don't want to write Bob, but we got to get to our picks here. Yeah, we're glad, we're glad you're okay. Oh, though. yeah, no okay. problem. No problem. Okay. I'll, I'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Okay. My, I'll have my phone charged before I call up. Okay. Yeah. Have a good one. Bob okay. says the Yankees. Stage one. I got it. I got to give Bob credit. He went from being asleep to being on pretty pretty quickly. <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on there. It's, uh, that was questionable. <laughs> That's a lot. There's a lot of things, unanswered questions there. You can't snore and then be that active that quick. I don't know what's going on. But we got Boston. We got uh, Miami. We're taking a shot with the Cubbies. Gabe, we love Seattle. Talked about that game. And a small unit play on Minnesota and a small unit play on the Toronto Under. What do you got? All right. I'm going to go with the St. Louis Cardinals. I'm going to go with the Houston Astros Arizona parlay. We're going to take the New York Yankees and Minnesota Twins under. Under. Uh, 11 runs. We're going to take the Milwaukee Brewers. We're going to take the Chicago Cubs and the Seattle Mariners. Big, big, uh, big, uh, big card here. Big card. Big card for Randy. Are we done here yet? This is it. All right. We'll see you guys at 8 o'clock. We'll be back. May the winners be yours. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Here's what you missed on Game Time Decisions. And what do you think, Garrett Cole on the hill tonight? I was surprised that they were this big of favorites. I thought it would be like minus 220 or something like that. But Houston Astros, monster favorites against Homer. Go, Bailey. Go. Uh, yep. Tonight. Uh, I want to put Oakland. him in a parlay. I want. Yeah, yeah. I know. Oakland and we talk about and we talk oh. about Oakland with Kurtz on Sunday. Oakland is, a, as I say, a professional ball fire. club. Gabe, I'll tell you something, Kurtz. On Sunday, there they're it twenty-one all went and eight, Cam. In the last yep. twenty-nine road games, oh, twenty-one oh. and eight on the road. They're good. And Oakland is a good team. Cole's an amazing pitcher. Just one of those things. Oakland pissed away that game. They actually came back against Minnesota, George, and then Minnesota won in the bottom of the ninth. You talked about it, Kurtz. Minnesota needs to tighten up that bullpen. They got to go out and get somebody, but. I like Houston should not be minus 280 against a, a team like Oakland that can grind, George. I think it's a little bit too much. I think it's too much, too, but I'm going to be like Gabe here. I'm going to parlay it as well. It's Garrett Cole. It's just Garrett Cole. And Bailey, Bailey's been up and down. Sometimes you get good, sometimes you get bad. I'm going to go with the, the bad tonight. I think uh, Garrett Cole does there. I'm going to parlay that and Clevenger in Cleveland. Uh, I was thinking about um, Garrett Cole and Robbie Ray in Arizona. I don't mind that either. I don't, I, you know, I didn't look at the interleague schedule tonight. I don't mind that either. I'm still going to go Clevenger. I'll, I now, I, now I want to find another parlay because I want to parlay uh, the Arizona with somebody else. <laughs> Although I don't see anything here that's worth parlay. I mean, any I'm dogs, go George? Go. Sometimes George. you're the dog catcher. Take Kansas City this, a couple times. Like, hold it's, on. it's a tough Guys, dog card. Does this crap ever end, Kurtz? 
It never ends here. Hey, emergency alert, severe. Uh, yeah, uh, flash flood warning, 845. Yep. Avoid flooded areas. Yeah, I'll try to. It never ends Avoid. here. I swear to God. Avoid it rains every area. damn day, man. It's like a flood every day the, here. Seattle. I was with the ref tonight. I mean, the owner already canceled the games here, so I get to stay home tonight and uh, gamble instead. I'm not so sure if I'm going to win money because of that or lose money because of that. <laughs> yeah, I've seen the racetrack, Cam. I don't know where it is. Park X, is it called? What's it called? Oh, that's Park? Philadelphia. That's Philadelphia yeah. Parks. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, Parks. That's it. Yeah, Park X Parks. Park yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's coming down right now there. It's oh, trust boring. me, I know. Like, it's, they've uh, shut it down. About, like, they're not racing. They're worried about it's the like, Washington game tonight, guys. They're very worried about the Washington yeah, yeah. game may not make it. Yeah, stay yeah. away for if you're playing DFS, guys. It's not worth it because you know, you're gonna get you could get caught and uh, and be screwed uh, right there. Yeah, Oakland's just been so good, but you you got Homer Bailey on the hill here tonight. Astros have won five straight games uh, as well. Astros are um, Garrett Cole is five and one. Well, the Astros are five and one the last six times that Garrett Cole has started. Be sure to follow all our social media at FNTSY Sportsnet and at FNTSY Radio. And now I'm tweeting about you, bruh.